What a beautiful, beautiful worship song this morning. It is a prayer. I speak the name of Jesus over you. I pray for your healing, that circumstances would change. I pray that over each and every one of you this morning. I want to say good morning. Good morning and welcome. Welcome to the prayer call. And we want to say good morning to our Heavenly Father. We want to say good morning, Lord Jesus, and good morning, precious Holy Spirit. Without you, we are nothing, but in you, we live, we move, and have our being. Without you, we know that we will fail and fall short of the glory of God. So we present ourselves, and we seek your presence this morning. You have granted us another day. And may we be found walking in your ways, in your ways, down that path of righteousness that leads to glory, our heavenly home. You know, yesterday our nation held a midterm election. Candidates won and candidates lost. Remind us, Father, if a candidate won and we're concerned how they will make decisions and rule, then our place needs to be in prayer praying for them. And also, may we find how we can be involved in local government to be an influencer so that righteous people are put in position. Proverbs 29 and verse 2 out of the New Living Translation tells us, when the godly are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked are in power, they groan. So we lift up every person elected, and we ask, Father, for your grace and your mercy to be upon them, guiding them to do what is right in your sight and right for this nation, for the United States of America. Just as those elected um, will have teams of people, you know, we also have teams that work together to make this prayer call available to us all. So let me introduce the team this morning. My name is Heather Dawson. I'm the facilitator for the morning. And we have Sister Tanika Smothers. She's the controller who makes sure the call is up and running so that all of us can be on. So thank you. Thank you, uh, Tanika. Many blessings over you today for your faithfulness. I want to greet our pastors of New Destiny Church, and that is Bishop Christopher Carl Smith and Lady Adrienne Smith. We know that the call of pastoring requires an anointing from God to succeed in leading a people. So we ask God to pour down and to cover them and their family in an abundance of grace, and may their every need be met in Jesus' name. We also have Tracy George, and she's going to be praying over uh, any requests and sharing praise reports that may have come in. So good morning, Tracy. How are you this morning? Good morning. Good morning. I am well. Glad to be of service. (laughs) Amen. Blessed to be of service. Yes. Amen. I like that. Thank you, Tracy. And our devotion leader this morning is Elder Claude Lang. I know God has given him a word that will not only bless us, but teach us how to be disciplined. Yes, 
Not just children need discipline, but us as adults need discipline. And Elder will share why. So good morning to you, Elder Claude. How are you? Good morning, Elder Heather. I am doing well. And good morning to all the saints uh, that are on the call, uh, Sister Tamika and Sister Tracy. I'm blessed to be a part of this team today. God bless. Amen. Amen. So let's pray. Lord, we know that you want to speak to us through your word about disciplining ourselves so that we can be all you have intended, all that you've called us to. So I pray that you will use Elder Claude this morning. Amen and amen. So Elder Claude, we're ready. So please come and share what the Lord has given you. Well, amen. All right. Um, So this morning, um, I want to say again, uh, it's a privilege to be on the call this morning, and we do bless our our pastors uh, this morning, Bishop uh, Smith and Pastor Adrian and the family, um, and keep praying for them. We should never stop praying for our leaders, uh, uh, as Mother Heather, you know, spoke about um, in the opening of this, um, uh, because it's it's very vital. Um, the Lord would not have us to pray if leaders and uh, folks didn't need it. So, uh, so keep praying. Continue to pray. All right. So this morning we're going to uh, go into some more uh, some more discipline. Whoo, man! Um, uh, Sister um, Sister White uh, last week uh, spoke on that uh, very very poignant, um, expressing how difficult it is to receive uh, that word discipline. Um, uh, especially in a world that is just so, you know, wild and, you know, uh, free to do whatever it wants. Um, And when the word discipline comes, it's so, uh, so against that uh, to the point where it only sees the negative and does not, um, does not receive or even look toward the rewards that come uh, after you have exercised yourself thereby. Um, But today, um, we're looking at it from uh, the perspective of, hey, (laughs) we've got to, you know, put ourselves to the plow. We have to put ourselves uh, in in the way that will... Um, bring us the rewards that, you know, the Bible talks about when we are diligent. Hebrews 12, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 4 through 11 in the message uh, goes on this wise, and I love how Bishop, you know, has, um, you know, chosen this particular one uh, to, to really work that, Um, embracing the discipline on this. It goes like this. 
in this all-out match against sin, others have suffered far worse than you to say nothing of what Jesus went through, all that bloodshed. So don't feel sorry for yourselves or have you forgotten how good parents treat their children and that God rewards you as his children. My dear child, don't shrug off God's discipline, but don't be crushed by it either. It's the child he loves that he disciplines. The child he embraces, he also corrects. God is educating you. That's why you must never drop out. He's treating you as dear children. This trouble you're in isn't punishment. It's training. It is the normal experience of children. Only irresponsible parents leave children to fend for themselves. Would you prefer an irresponsible God? We respect our own parents for training and not spoiling us. So why not embrace God's training so we can truly live? While we were children, our parents did what seemed best to them. But God is doing what is best for us, training us to live God's holy best. At the time, discipline isn't much fun. It always feels like it's going against the grain. Ouch. But later on, of course, it pays off handsomely, for it's the well-trained who find themselves mature in their relationship with God. (laughs) That is such a good word. In order to aim at something, you've, you've got to control yourself to focus on the target that you're aiming for. You must calm your senses. Keep your eyes open and align your sights to the target. You've got to let your mind be as the sight of your weapon, peering through the telescope, if you will, and slowly placing your target within the crosshairs. Before you pull back your bow with the arrow at the ready, and before you begin to slowly squeeze the trigger of the rifle or whatever weapon you have, you have to calm yourself. You have to take deep breaths, and then you take another deep breath, and then you hold it. This will control your body and minimize all movement. All of that takes practice. 
And you must do it at the same time every time. Whether you hit the target or you miss the target, you must continue the same discipline every time until you develop a rhythm. If you miss left or you miss right, you still have to calm yourself. You just continue to do the same routine, making adjustments to find center again. Don't get all upset. Don't get all out of whack. Don't get all excited. No, keep your breathing under control. Make small adjustments, and you will find center again. Now, that might get you a great earthly prize. You might win the prize turkey or something. But if you apply the same disciplines of your life in the Word, you will gain a far greater more satisfying and everlasting reward that opens your life up to even greater, deeper, more powerful possibilities than you've ever imagined. Second Peter one ten says, For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This entrance is the manifested power of the kingdom of God in earth as it is in heaven. Sound familiar? It's what we pray for. It's what we ask for on a daily basis when we pray to the Father. Yeah, that was the prayer that Jesus taught us. Yeah. You you didn't know that these things are real. It's not just a rhetoric or, or a prayer you just keep repeating over and over again. You pray with expectation, and these are the results that we're looking for. It's critical for believers to grasp this type of knowledge and understanding in order to experience our God on that level. The Bible says, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. That's Hebrews twelve fourteen. by the way. Walking in peace and holiness will open a doorway, a window, or a portal view of God's kingdom goodness, ready to be shared with us, us. But this is only for the diligent, the obedient, the committed, and yes, the disciplined. So yes, it takes disciplining and training in ourselves, allowing ourselves to endure the processing of God with diligence, intention, and repetition. Just like the marksman that I talked about that takes himself through the discipline process 
in order to focus his mind and controlling his body, his responses, so that he can use his weapon and deploy it in a way that yields him the prize that he seeks. We, too, must focus ourselves, dedicate ourselves, and commit ourselves to accomplishing our mission, our goal, our destiny that God has ordained for us as he has ordained for Jesus. But remember, God did this. He did this for Jesus, with Jesus, so that he could have relationship with us through Jesus. Yes. So we are not alone in our processing, in our suffering, in our sacrificing. Jesus is with us. Jesus is our pathway to the Father. He is with us. He doesn't go anywhere, man. Jesus is that pathway. Jesus is that discipline. Jesus is the obedience. Jesus is the sacrifice, the suffering. He is that bridge. The word says, it is the well-trained who find themselves mature in their relationship with God. Jesus helps us in this training. That's why and how we become the well-trained, as the word says. And after you've been working out, you know, and if you never look in the mirror for for months, and you suddenly look in the mirror, you're like, whoa, look at those results. Wow. Look at that. Or if you or 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 maybe for months and months you've been, you know, fasting or or, or changing your diet and, and then you, you and but you weren't getting on the scale every day and you, you knew what you were before you started. And then here you are, months down the road. It's become repetition. And you get on that scale, wow, look at those results. It's the same way with Christ. So if we surely embrace God's way of living right, we will in due time reap the promise of an everlasting entrance. That supernatural power working not only for us, but in us and through us. For what? Not just for the salvation of you and me, but for the salvation of the world so that other people can receive the same results that we receive. Father, I thank you this morning. I pray, Lord God, that every ear that is here heard this morning will be strengthened thereby and that they lord god will allow themselves to be just as what your word says the well-trained that we may find ourselves mature in our relationship with you in jesus name we pray amen 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 
good word. I knew it would be a good word. I hope each and every one of you, <clears throat> excuse me, were listening well to that word that was spoken. You know, Elder Claude made mention that, you know, it's not punishment, but it's training. You know, children always think that way. You know, gosh, when being punished, they don't realize that they're being trained to be good adults. It takes training. It takes training for all of us. And it's not fun. It isn't fun. But And it's hard and it's difficult to say no to the flesh because the flesh is constantly speaking, constantly trying to be in control. But you know, if we can discipline ourselves, it's going to bring a great reward. Hallelujah. So thank you for that word this morning. And you know, discipline is for the obedient, the ones that want to be disciplined because we know that there is a great reward And Jesus, he is our pathway. He's our pathway to the Father. So heed the word of the Lord this morning. I say that to each of you that is on the call. Heed it this morning. Put your flesh down. Discipline it. Speak to it. You can tell it no. And it has to respond. Hallelujah. Well, at this time, we're going to go into a time of prayer, so I'm going to ask uh, Sister Tracy if she'll come and she'll lead us in prayer. Father, I ask that you use Tracy to pray the prayer of faith over the people. May she be yielded to the leading of the Holy Spirit, and we will be in agreement with her, knowing that our faith together produces much power, much power. Hallelujah. So, Tracy, please come at this time. Good morning. Good morning. Father God, we just thank you for this opportunity to pray this morning. We pray over the body of Christ. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus for your goodness and your mercy. We give you thanks for this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We give thanks to you, Lord, for you are good and your love endures forever. We thank you, Father, for peace. We pray for peace over each and every person on this call. We pray for peace for as we go through the the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming upon us. We pray for those that are um, that have lost family members. Uh, we pray for the the widow. We pray for the widower. We pray, Lord God, that you will surround them with love and favor, O oh God, this during these holidays. We pray, God, for the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will rule their hearts, minds, and souls. Father, we bless and glorify your name today because you are a good and you are a faithful God. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God. Your word says if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. And as we have just um, learned about discipline, We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will give us discipline. You will give us an intentional purpose to be mindful of uh, the importance of being disciplined in our health, in in our finances, in everything that we do, oh God. We ask your Holy Spirit to lead and guide us and give us discernment as to how to act, move, and what to do. 
We bless and glorify your name today. We thank you, Lord God, for the privilege of voting. We bless and glorify your name today. We just give you thanks, O oh God. We pray for the purpose of God to be fulfilled in our nation. Uh, we pray for the schemes of the enemy, uh, come against the schemes of the enemies, that they be exposed and dismantled and destroyed uh, in the area of uh, our politics and justice. We pray for swift justice for any unlawful or corrupt action that is taken to twilt our nation's constitution, laws, and integrity. Lord, we pray for the election process as it has gone forth. We pray, Lord God, that uh, honesty uh, and fairness and uh, free of corruption and manipulation um, went forth. We pray for the candidates who have been elected, O oh God, that you will um, use them for your glory, Lord. And those that don't know you, Father, we pray, Lord God, that they will go through a life-changing experience, send laborers in their path, Father. We pray, Lord God, that you will protect our leaders, we pray, God, that they will seek the favor of God in making decisions, Lord. We pray, Lord God, that believers will continue to conduct their due diligence on candidates and positions, and they will weigh in their positions with the word of God as they cast their votes. We pray that believers will take their responsibility seriously and will cast their votes into a much greater numbers. Uh, as we have gone through the midterm and as we get ready to go to the full term in the next two years. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the responsibility and the opportunity that we can vote. Lord, we just bless and glorify your name. We pray for physical protection for our president, vice president, all of our candidates and leaders during this time. Lord, we just thank you, Father. We pray for our pastors and um, missionaries. We pray for people that are on the front line. In the name of Jesus, we pray that you will protect and keep them, keep their families, Lord. And then we pray now for our uh, veterans. We thank you, Father, for people who have served in the military. We thank you that you will raise up people who have a desire to serve in our military. We pray, Lord God, that you will bless and keep them. We pray for the families who have lost uh, family members uh, due to serving. We pray that you will surround them with love and favor and that um, you will send laborers in their path, O oh God. Just send them peace, O oh God. We bless and glorify your name. We just thank you for this day because you're great and you're mighty. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. Beautiful, beautiful prayer this morning. Thank you, Tracy. Praying for the body of Christ and just everything that was offered up to the Lord this morning. We just declare by faith, we just declare by faith that this prayer is going to produce quick results, not only in the body of Christ, but over this nation and over those that are uh, placed in a uh, position of authority and for um, just our pastors, our missionaries, our veterans. And Tracy, thank you. Thank you. It was a wonderful prayer. And we do come in agreement with that which was prayed. And we know that God will honor that prayer because we were united together. And we also know that there is much power when we are united together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I want to go back to Elder Claude to see if he has any final thoughts for this morning that he wants to leave with us. Elder Claude. Yes, uh, just really quickly, 
um, I just want to say, you know, God doesn't tempt us. God doesn't, you know, uh, he's not overbearing. He's a good parent. Uh, um, he allows his word to try us, okay? The, the, you're, you're being tried when you're going through difficult times. He, he's allowing it to, to try us, to purge us, to strip us, and to reprove us so that we are justified. So when we're, when we're made new, we're justifiably new. There's no cheating. There's no, I get a cut through the line because I'm favored. Nope, 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 nope. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No, you're, you're, when you uh, endure chastening, when you endure trouble, that's when the favor is on you <laughs> because you're going to endure it. You're going to do that with, with the Lord. And, and, and that process, of course, it's not fun and it doesn't feel good, but, you know, but but it, even though it's difficult or it's painful, the one thing that we've, we've got to understand that's embedded or it's there to help you is perseverance. Perseverance is it's a it's a persistence. The definition says perseverance is a persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in order to achieve success. So. Enduring for a time, despite difficulties or delays, should never stop you. Keep moving. Make adjustments, but keep moving forward. Be determined to achieve that success. And remember that Jesus is always with us to make sure that we are successful. God bless you, beloved. Mm, thank you. I love what you just said. Keep moving. Make adjustments. Don't stand still. What happens to water that just stands still it becomes stagnant. You don't want to be stagnant, so keep moving. Keep moving and make the necessary adjustments that the Holy Spirit shows you. We've had a rich morning this morning. It's been great, wonderful devotion, wonderful and powerful prayer, just covering, covering us all. Hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you. We are humbled, Father, for this time that we've had together and for your presence, Father. I feel your presence even now, Lord. And I know that those on the line, you can feel his presence. Just breathe him in. Breathe him in. Thank you that we're learning to be disciplined so that we can conquer self, the flesh. We need victory over our flesh. It does take effort and constant conditioning to say no when our flesh is screaming out for something. We know that discipline gives us balance and it will give us structure. First Timothy 4, verses 6 through 8 says, If you put these things before the brothers, 
you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, being trained in the words of the faith and of the good doctrine that you have followed. Have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Hallelujah. It holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. May you feast upon every word and every prayer that was spoken this morning. And so as we're about to end our call this morning, I just ask that when Tanika opens the line that you will pray in the Spirit for a few minutes. Let's pray together. And if you don't pray in the Spirit, then please, please give prayers of adoration and love to the Lord. For he is truly worthy of our praise. Tanika, please open the line so that the saints can pray together. Hallelujah.